Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back to the Steelers Hangover. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. Alongside me is the one and only Tony Defio and the also one and only Shannon White. And I am so glad to uh, have both of my buddies here. And this is great because this is Shannon White's very first hangover with us after a real game. And yeah, sure, he's been with us after preseason games, but this is a different animal. We were joking yesterday on the post-game show, and um, Jeff was Jeff was right, but still a little critical when he said that, you know, our post-game shows after the uh, preseason games were horrendous. Yeah, they weren't good. They were late at night. It, it was weird because you, you're you talking about guys that that are fighting to make a 53 or are not going to be there at all, hoping to be on the practice squad, and you don't know what you get. You, you can be excited because Dwayne Haskins throws a, a touchdown pass, but you know that's not what the 2021 season was going to be all about. So... That's, I mean, we were off the hangover. Now we had our preseason with a hangover. We're in full force. You all are in full force and we love it. So we thank you. We are going to go ahead and have a, uh, we're going to have a question and answer in a little bit too, as we continue to talk about this game. Um, Tate boys, one of our good friends, and he fills in on a lot of shows. Great job last week, Kevin Tate. I appreciate you going in with, uh, 
Jeffrey Benedict on Know Your Enemy. Um, Tate says, Michael Irvin, Shannon Sharp, even yesterday's win didn't change their minds of some. Hashtag Pittsburgh against the world. Check out Tate Boys also on his own podcast with Mod and Big G. It is called Know It All's podcast. And hopefully in the offseason, we'll be seeing in a Steeler version of that as well. Um, Tate also um, wants to compliment me on my haircut. My hair, I did not get a haircut. My hair is so bad. My wife is saying that I look like Bob Ross because <laughs> it is like this. And because I was out on my, let's just say my 10-day vacation, that uh, my 10-day quarantine last the last week or so, um, nobody, my regular hairstylist does not want to go near me. So hopefully she'll be able to go ahead and take care of it now. I wet it down before we came on because it was that bad. I mean, it was like, you know, you know, when Fletch, when uh, he has the hair all the way up to here and they're like, he's six, nine and seven and seven with the hair, you know, um, that's kind of what I look like right now. Um, But thanks for noticing the hair. Uh, Hopefully I'll have one for real. So we're getting back to this game, fellas. And like I said, I'm still on a high because of what we what we saw yesterday and i was talking about um okay i i'm just jumping in because you know how i am with years scott no malone was not 1995 he was definitely in 1985 he was the number one draft pick the 28th overall in 1980 out of arizona state he started that afc championship game on January 5th of 1985, and he started in 1985 as well. He left the Steelers after the 1987 season and played with the Chargers in 1988. The starting quarterback on week one of 1995 was Neil O'Donnell, who took them to the Super Bowl that season, and the rest is history. So there you go. Um, I'm very... I'm very big with dates, so I can pretty much guarantee that. If I am wrong... And if Mark Malone was the quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers in 1995, mm-hmm. I will let Scott take over the show for me. And in fact, <laughs> I will give him, it's not a lot, but I'll give him my paycheck um, <laughs> here at BTSC. So um, I will just go ahead and say that. I'm not making fun of you. I'm just, uh, that's, uh, I may, I do mix some day, um, days up as well. You know, I also I have the problem sometimes if I want to say like 2004, I'll say 94 instead. I've I've done that. So so I can see how that is. So once again, the reason this is so exciting is because everybody was crowning the Buffalo Bills and I think of Dennis Green. If you want to crown them, crown them. Uh we let them off the hook. I feel like that's what they're saying. And man, I did not get a chance to do it, but I have to go and listen to some Buffalo radio because Bill's mafia are the most, I was never, I never had a problem with the Buffalo bills, but I did starting in 19, excuse me, not 19. And now I'm doing it. Um, I did this back in 2019 
Dave Schofield and I go to a game together. That's the infamous Buffalo Bills night game where we were so crowded and Dave and I are big guys and we actually had to spoon each other in the, in the end zone because that's how tight things were. <laughs> the Bills fans were the most obnoxious fans I have ever been around. And it's not like it was this year where they're coming off of an AFC championship game performance. They were just having, they were merely having a good playoff season. And then you watch some video and it, I don't know if you've had a chance to go ahead and listen to the Steelers power half hour. And they did a fun show. They're going to do this every week where they're basically ripping on the opponents, but why to hate Buffalo as a whole. And they talk about the city and it's tongue in cheek. It's uh, I will say not all of their views reflect the views of all of us here at BTSC and SB nation, but it's a fun, it's a fun show. And so they were thinking of things to talk about. And I said, guys, you have to talk about Bill's mafia. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Google Bill's mafia. And these guys, it's basically, it was basically the extent of showing, showing your grandparents porno to these guys. <laughs> Because they were like, oh my gosh, they're throwing women through the tables. They're setting tables on fire. There's a man just bathing himself, a really large man bathing himself in ketchup and mustard and running around. They're, I mean, it was like criminal. I mean, the things that they do. And they they're obnoxious. Tony, go ahead. Yeah. They really need to win a Super Bowl to, to, uh, to release all that, that just built up tension over the last 30 some years. I mean, that's just <laughs> insane throwing yourself. What, what is, I mean, is it, is it, is that more fun than, than this? I mean, come on, this is, this is <laughs> you can do this at any age. You throw yourself through a table when you're over you know, 40. I mean, you know, you could break a hip. I don't know what those people are thinking, but they need a Super Bowl, but they're not going to get it this year. Probably. Wow. A bold <laughs> statement, but yeah, so that I left that game hating Buffalo. That had nothing to do with Josh Allen. I don't have a problem. I hate Josh Allen more because of Buffalo. I mean, Bill's Mafia. And probably one of the reasons I don't like the Patriots as much is because the you hate us because you ain't us and the whole uh, TB12 and the goat and all that from way back then. And it's just would drive me crazy. But wow, these guys. Uh, these guys and women, they take the cake as far as fans. And they did the equivalent of the Esca loser in Cincinnati. Yeah. They they left in a hurry. <laughs> and they're not saying a word right now. And the thing about it, I want to ask you, Shannon. I'm going to start with you, Shannon. They can't really pull out a card here on how they were ripped off in this game. There was nothing questionable, was there? No, the a lot of it they done to themselves uh, with some questionable calls, um, the pass interference, uh, and the holding calls were there was a bunch more they could have called. Uh, some rather obvious, as you was talking about earlier, that ended up being big plays for them. Uh, were blatant holding calls that was not called. But if you call, if you hold every play, it's kind of like how the uh, Legion of Doom, the Seattle 
secondary used to do. They 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 had pass interference on every play, but they knew they couldn't call every play because you you know. So they got away with it a lot of times. They got crafty with it. They weren't even trying to hide it. They were just blatantly holding to keep you know protect Allen and and just if they caught it they did if you know. But it was definitely it wasn't like they had bad calls to go against them or. Uh, they had the, the home field advantage. They had the experience advantage. And they just got beat. And, uh, yes, yeah, so I don't see how the, uh, the, how they can look at it any other way. Again, it's only one game, and I still think they're a good team. I'm not like a lot of the national media is wanting to say they're not, you know, oh, they must not be as good as we thought they were if they lost to the Steelers. But the Steelers' defense played exceptional, and – they earned that victory. So I'm not going to take anything away from the bills. All right. Before we get to Tony's answer, I want to get this before I lose it. Kathy Ford, a great contributor to our show, $5. And I love this. I was still so high. I bought a ticket hotel and plane ticket to the Bengals game. Uh, That's, that's just amazing. I, I love it. Wow, uh, man! You. I wish I was going down that weekend, and and you need to go there with a, a welcome basket at the Tony with a with a little uh, a little sign that says Kathy, and give her a BTSC welcome basket. <laughs> That's okay. at the airport. I look close enough, and and drive her to her hotel. So there you go. There you go. I can do that. That's uh that's that's really awesome. Um, Wes, another great contributor to our show. Bill's Mafia lost their street credit yesterday. Yeah, I really believe they did. So let me get back to Tony on this. Uh, th- what are the excuses that they could possibly be saying? Yeah, I just don't. I mean, I don't get where the Bill's fans are, are complaining, why they're complaining about the officials. I mean, the, the one in- interference calling Chase Claypool against Chase Claypool. I mean, it was clearly interference. He ran into him when he was trying to, you know, when he was, he didn't even turn around and there was a play like that in the first half that they could have called and they didn't call uh, where the guy just basically shielded Claypool and they didn't call anything. Uh, Like Shannon said, they could have called holding on their offensive line, just about every, every pass rush. I mean, it was crazy. So there, there are no excuses and I'm sure the officials didn't tell them to, call that weird play on fourth and one. I don't know what that was all about. The, uh, when, uh, Josh Allen, uh, lateral it back to, to uh, Brita and put him like eight yards behind the line of scrimmage on fourth and fourth and one. So, I mean, there's no excuse they, they just got their butts whipped by the Steelers defense. That's what happens. Sometimes they, they whipped them from beginning to end on defense. And, and, and the, you know, they, they had a kickoff return for 75 yards to start the game and they couldn't go anywhere, you know? Uh, and then, there, uh, the Steelers special teams blocked the punt and and and, and took it in for a touchdown. That was that was the difference of the game. So I don't see where where you can blame the officials for for that. You know, you, you had a golden opportunity at the beginning and you didn't cash in, and 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 your special teams screwed you at the end. So I don't see where the officials come into play at all. OMG says Wes Hickok. Bills fans on Twitter were crying about the refs costing them the game yesterday. So I guess they are. I, yeah, I, I, don't, they, I, don't, I don't get it. <laughs> um, so, you know, r- really interesting. Um, 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 let's see what we've got here. I, I got to see this. Um, Tony is your last name. D-E-F-E-O. You wrote that article July 19th. 11 reasons this team would suck. Now you eat crow. Um, <laughs> I... <laughs> 
1950s call they want their saying back. I'm not going to ever eat any crow. Number one, it's still 16 games to go. So I could be right after all, and they could finish one at 16. It's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Now, that is my so, last name, though. I'm glad you spelled it right. Uh, now, so I do want to say this. Uh, I definitely want to say this. A lot of a lot of the times those articles are written like that. Um, how do I put this the right way? They're written like that to get reaction. Um, and Tony is one of our best, actually not one of, he is our best satirical writer. And a lot of the times when you read, <laughs> when you read the headlines, it is completely the opposite of what you read in Tony's article. So that was actually Tony listing the, the reasons that everybody's going to say that this, this team is going to suck. Am I am I right here, Tony, or am I because I'm going to stick was, up for you there? Now, if you would have had a legitimate list, I would have I would have been all over you. It was a love song uh, dedicated to the off season because that's uh, those eleven reasons by and large were what everybody was saying about why the Steelers were going to lose uh, in 2021. That's pre pretty much it was a it was a uh, greatest hits of the off season. So I I will. Uh, so that's that's just to be fair, and we can't go after the CUDA. Um, we we've got to give him credit because thank you for bringing that up. That's true. You remember, and that's what we're supposed to do. You're supposed to remember that stuff. So I appreciate. I'm, I'm, I feel I honored. That. I feel flattered. Yeah, um, but when you see a Tony headline, I this is just a primer for anybody that reads BTSC. Don't take Tony's headlines at face value. I will tell you this. Well. Not all, Jeff, I mean, a lot of them, please take them at face value. I don't do it all the time. Yeah, but but also go ahead and, and read the article because Jeff almost got me killed with the my third article ever. I talk about this all the time, the Michael Vick, where I wrote a piece that was suggesting that the Steelers were going to bring Michael Vick in and that there would be an uproar. And then <laughs> Jeff changed the title to why the Steelers should bring in Michael Vick. <laughs> I got death Whoa. threats. I got all of this stuff, and I'm like, ah! You were, you were reaching for the article. You were reaching for the tag in, and Jeff went back to the locker room. <laughs> yeah, I just got destroyed. <laughs> uh, so, but Jeff is brilliant with titles, though. Too Jeff, no, Jeff's taught me a lot about titles. I now that I have to do podcast titles, I, I've learned so much about it. So that's really interesting. So what we're going to do here is we're going to just talk a little bit more about this game, and we're gonna we're gonna bring up the good old fashioned Q and A. Uh, we'll start that now. If you wrote a question in the past, there's so many people in the live chat. Um, so just go ahead and you can go ahead and put it in there again if it was not answered, and we'll. We'll read about five or ten of your questions, um, just in the order that they come in, or whether it, just what we can do. But we're then we're gonna roll before the top of the hour. So, with that being said, guys, I want to wrap up our excitement on this thing. And I know this is not a preview show, but with what you saw yesterday, do you feel like this could be sustained? And the reason I'm going to say that, because I mentioned earlier that we were going to talk about this, that we learned some things. We learned some things about the Steelers. We learned that, and we knew this, offensive line was going to take time. But we also learned that 
when you look at the stats and you see that Najee Harris had 2.8 yards per carry, you also have to look at the fact that he had over four yards per carry in the second half. And there was a different Najee Harris because there was a different offensive line. So let me start with this question. Shannon White, did the offensive line grow from the first half to the second half? And do you see a ray of light? Definitely. They had to, um, uh, you know, you know, the definition of a hostile environment, they're a lot of them, their first NFL action, you know, real action in a game that matters. Um, you seen the effort, uh, you know, the execution ain't there yet. Um, but I mean, on the one reverse to Claypool, here's Kendrick green, 30 yards downfield. Oh sprinting in front of him and and Claypool's following him. He could have had a touchdown. The two defensive backs or one safety and one defense, they just kind of the parting of the Red Sea. Claypool tried to veer to the right and run into the tackle. Hmm. But Green, you know, the effort was there. Moore took his lumps yesterday, especially in the first half at left tackle. But as you watched as the game went along, being become more comfortable because Moore was doing a better job of protecting him. You know, sometimes it's just the, the fight and the dog. You got to fight um, when you're inexperienced like that and, and you don't have, you know, cohesion and chemistry yet, but they have the effort. So while the execution isn't there, the effort was. So I'm very encouraged by that. They should only get better without injury, you know, if they can stay relatively healthy. Uh, I, I expect them just to improve steadily on a weekly basis. And that will, uh, they're going to go as far as the line can take them. So yeah, I'm, I'm very pleased with what I saw yesterday. Tony, another thing we learned yesterday was that the defensive backfield is a lot stronger than we think. And they are doing a very good job of mixing and matching talents by moving guys around in certain situations they were uh, some of those guys. Sutton was in different places on the field, and we feel a whole lot better about Sutton. Um, James Pierre, Trey Norwood, who was a seventh oh. rounder that we did not expect. Killebrew um, and Mollet were out there. <laughs> yeah, there, I said it, buddy. I, someone was asking me to say Mollet again. Um, <laughs> Arthur was out there again. I mean, so and they found a way to finally move Minka Fitzpatrick all over the field. He was yeah. ubiquitous. He was everywhere. So were we pushing the panic button way too early on the secondary? Probably, but it was, it was understandable when, when considering they, they, you know, let a, uh, they didn't leave him go. He was going to leave. It was hard to keep Mike Hilton considering the, the, the price tag. They, they, you know, one of their, best defensive players, one of the most valuable defensive players over the last three or four years, Mike Hilton departed. And then they cut Steven Nelson who gave them great quarterback or decent cornerback play over the last two years. So it was understandable, but you know, when you saw the plan kind of un unveiled yesterday, it's certainly more encouraging. I mean, uh, Trey Norwood, I mean, speaking of that 92 season, I mean, kind of rem reminiscent of Darren Perry, he was a late round pick and he came right in from day one and was a, a long-time contributor as a free safety. And I'm not saying Norwood's going to be that. I don't want to put that much pressure on him because Darren Perry had one heck of a career here, but you know, to see him in there playing the slot 
right from the very beginning, people were asking me on Twitter, is this guy listed as a starter? I'm like, I don't know. And then, you know, to see him uh, switch to free safety and, and allow Minka Fitzpatrick to kind of play like the dime role in, in, in certain formations, that, that was really fantastic to see and something I don't think many people considered uh, during the during training camp. And then, you know, Cam Sutton, the, the, the game he had was unbelievable. He couldn't have had a better debut for what they, you know, for what they needed him to, to be this year as far as, uh, playing different, as you said, different roles in, in different packages, and and I was encouraged by James Pierre. He had a he had a nice uh, pass breakup, so mm-hmm. it, it was a very very good uh, day for for their young DBs as far as the guys that they need to replace the guys that just left here. Shannon, these guys are well, with the exception of Minka Fitzpatrick and Joe Hayden, of course, they're not big names. They're more no names, but there's a lot of them. They're versatile. And we're not in a situation where we're putting a guy like Cam Kelly out there or a Valentino Antoine Blake out there, <laughs> guys that are that we're worried about just getting victimized because there's nothing else. Because of the the scheme and the way that they got really creative with these guys, do you feel that th- they are in so much better of a situation because they can mix and match and move around? Are they a Swiss Army knife at secondary now? Norwood uh, is kind of like Cam Sutton 2.0. And Sutton played the game of his life yesterday. Yeah. In a a time when the Steelers really needed it. Steelers Nation needed it. Uh, Because so many people, you know, they didn't understand the Steelers parting ways with Nelson. But they had the faith in Sutton, uh, his talent and his versatility. Uh, his IQ's off the charts. The play he made on that uh, lateral on the fourth <laughs> and one to come up and make that tackle, uh, he looked like Pierre, you know, uh, and how aggressive he was coming up. Uh, and he made a beautiful play, one of the plays of the game. Right. And when you watch Norwood throughout the game, he's got that same feel for playing the position, uh, the, the versatility, the instincts, the, the football IQ. And, uh, you know, I didn't want to see him out there that soon playing that many snaps, you know, just cause I didn't want to put that much pressure on the young man, but he showed he was ready to handle it. And, um, so the, the predicted demise of the, Stiller secondary was greatly exaggerated because, you know, nobody outside of maybe the Stillers realized what they got in Norwood. His dad, uh, after the Stillers selected him, said that the Stillers got a steal in the seventh round because his knee was finally healthy. And the, there was a reports today that Fitzpatrick talked about Norwood's much more athletic than people give him credit for. So if you put that level of intelligence and football IQ with a solid athleticism, that's an incredible seventh round pick. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a, um, I think the secondary is in really good shape and is deeper than any of us thought. All right, guys. So we're coming up on the top of the hour, but guess what? We're having a great show. We're having a great time. We've got lots of questions. And I do know the podcast producer. I have, uh, <laughs> uh, I've met the guy, and I'm going to have a conversation with him. I have some 
Well, let's say that I've I have some very demeaning pictures of him, uh, very incriminating <laughs> pictures of him. Um, most of them selfies taken in the mirror. So I, oh. I tell you what, I, I tell you what we'll do is let's go ahead and take a break, and we will be back for the conclusion of the Steelers Hangover right after this. Stick around if you're on Facebook or YouTube. Go ahead and download part three. If you are on any of our podcast platforms where you download your favorite podcast, we'll be back right after this on The Hangover. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.